two in one. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to episode number 115 of the Between the Cracks podcast. I am your host, Bill, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Now, Chris, we are doing something a little bit different here at BTC this evening. We are going to be covering a rather new urban legend. But just because it's new doesn't make it any less unnerving. Bud, I came across this tale whilst searching the internet for some bizarre stories to cover. And when I took a quick glance at the story, (laughs) I immediately got chills. And the more I looked into it, the worse it seemed to get. Bud, tonight we are taking on the urban legend known simply as the Expressionless. Now, on the surface, that doesn't sound very scary. (laughs) Uh, Speak for yourself, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is until you get into the story and start understanding uh, who and or what the Expressionless is. Now, I was thinking, since uh, this is indeed an urban legend, but there definitely seems to be some kind of tie to reality, or I should say a reality that I believe that we are indeed going to be seeing in the future, (laughs) the very near future, bud. So, Chris, I I think it's time we get right into it. Tonight's tale takes place all the ways back in 1972. More specifically, it takes place at Cedar sinai Hospital in June of 1972. That is where our story begins, because that is when a young woman entered the aforementioned Cedar sinai Hospital wearing nothing but a white gown. You may say, what's so odd about that? She's in a hospital, of course she's wearing a white gown. <laughs> well, Chris... At this point in time, she was not a registered patient at this hospital. She had walked in off the street. And more importantly, Chris, this white gown that this mysterious woman was wearing was covered in blood. Oh, that explains the hospital visit. <laughs> Indeed, it does. But, you know, as we said, this story is taking place in 1972, so... You can imagine 50 plus years ago that security levels at hospitals are not what they are today. So this woman seemingly just walked in off the street directly into the hospital covered in blood. Much, and I mean much, to the dismay of the nurses and doctors who roamed about the hallways of Cedar sinai Well, before we get into what she looked like... We should mention the first reaction at first glance from the nurses and doctors. And in fact, it appears that some of the people who saw her were vomiting and fleeing in terror. Yes, and that was not due in part to the blood-soaked gown, was it? (laughs) Oh, I wish it was. (laughs) We come to find out, Chris, that the blood-soaked gown is the least (laughs) of all of our problems. Because, but uh, they find out, upon further investigation here, that this woman had something clamped in her jaws that was causing the blood to leak from her mouth. Mind telling the good people out in podcast land what exactly that was? Meow. <laughs> no, 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 that, that's, that's, that's unnecessary. <laughs> well, uh, it is unfortunately 
the answer to your question because apparently she had a kitten and I'm gonna uh, speak verbatim from the article here on creepypasta.org they say There was a kitten Meow. clamped. Well, well, I I think we might have a kitten in the studio. Hold on. Meow. Oh, there's one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh. Continue, Chris. Well, little kitty, you may want to run for your life, um, because apparently there was a kitten clamped in her jaws so unnaturally tight that no teeth could be seen and the blood was still squirting out over her gown and onto the floor. She then pulled it out of her mouth, tossed it aside, and collapsed. There's another thing that's a bit odd about this uh, patient, I guess. She apparently seems completely calm, motionless, and, uh, well, as the title suggests, expressionless. What do you mean? How is it that you chomp down on a little kitten's neck, killing the thing, walk into a room full of people covered in blood, scaring the shit out of everyone that crosses your path, and you remain... expressionless? Well, that's because there are a few in the room that are having some serious doubts that she's even human at all. What do you mean? Well, uh, she apparently resembled that of a mannequin, uh, which we've, uh, dealt with a few times in our past. Uh, I don't like this. I don't like where this is headed at all. But here's the even creepier part, um, because she apparently had the, and I quote, dexterity and fluidity of a normal human being. But there's no eyebrows, and there's smeared makeup all over her face. Let me stop you right there. This is absolutely terrifying. And there, there is a photo that I've posted on our Instagram page that is associated with this story. I don't know if it is supposed to be that this woman. I, it, it looks more so as if it was a old training photo for nurses, and they were just using a mannequin as um, a replacement for him being as far as running a, a training program. But the picture that is most associated with this story is absolutely horrifying. It's in black and white, and it has two nurses attempting to ease a patient back down onto their bed, on their back. And the patient's face is that of a mannequin. It does look fairly realistic, but you can instantly tell upon looking at this photo that there is something not right. But it looks like there is weight to this patient, and it looks like she is indeed in need of being handled, but the face is showing no expression at all. So Chris Baker, not th this story is already scaring the shit out of me. I don't like it. Well, uh, you're not going to like it even more uh, because one of the doctors apparently let out a, a rather large gasp when they uh, got a peek at the old ivories in her mouth. It uh, turns out that she did not have human teeth but instead were long, sharp spikes. What are you getting at? Well, apparently they were so long that her mouth couldn't even close fully. <laughs> What's going on here? So, uh, yeah, that's a large fuck no. I'm out of here, yeah. Dude, you know what this is reminding me of? Um, and I had to look it up right before we got uh, on air here. 
I was drawing a lot of parallels between this story and another one we covered. And that one was episode number 88 of BTC, entitled Shay St. John. And that was this artist who had created this character made of different mannequin parts, kind of connected them to his body to make it look as if this human being was indeed put back together using parts of a mannequin. So it kind of reminded me of that. And to see the imagery of that was beyond unnerving because you actually see the thing moving around in all these videos. To me, that seems very closely related to what we have going on here. Anything that has to do with a, a face that is somewhat human, but there's something a little bit off about it. There's something just not right about it. It's off just a little bit to make you completely terrified. Anything that is under normal circumstances supposed to be an inanimate object and you you put life into it, right away, that's a no for me. Like dolls, mannequins, anything like that that resembles something that does not normally move, but you, uh, <laughs> you give it some life, uh, I'll fucking see you. Absolutely, man. And uh, there's actually a phrase for that, and it's called the uncanny valley. And <laughs> I, I'm looking at it right now, and I immediately got chills because I, I just punched it into the computer here, and I got a bunch of AI faces looking back at me, these artificial intelligence faces. And like you said, it could range from being a doll, like a ventriloquist doll, to a mannequin, to these new age AIs that they have that actually move and blink their eyes and all shit. So it's getting more and more realistic as time moves forward. So Chris, let me just give a quick definition of what the uncanny valley actually is. The uncanny valley is a term used to describe the relationship between a human-like appearance of a robotic object and the emotional response it evokes. In this phenomenon, Chris, people feel a sense of unease or even revulsion in response to humanoid objects that are highly realistic. So basically, this is just dealing with the response that you get by looking at this human-like object. And for me, when I'm looking at these things, they don't have to be ultra-realistic. Like you're saying, like a ventriloquist doll or a mannequin, it just needs to have the facial structure of a human, and I'm going to be scared shitless. Simple as that. It's, uh, we're getting to the point where things are getting a little, uh too advanced for me yeah because there's been <laughs> some indications out there chris that these ais that are being created are kind of going um off program a little bit where people kind of get the feeling that they're starting to be able to think for themselves uh, i've seen terminator before i know how this all ends <laughs> that, that's when uh you know that's when uh, technology goes a little too far for me self-destruct sequence activated so yeah man i mean the, the future may not be looking so bright man because there are quite a few examples out there where things are going a little bit haywire and you were giving me an example of one before uh we got on air why don't you tell us a little bit about that before we get back to the expressionless Oh, yes. Uh, this new rage that I'm sure everyone's heard about called ChatGPT, and people are using it for all sorts of stuff. So you can literally ask this thing pretty much anything, I, I think. I haven't actually used it because I think I'm a little afraid to. Where, <laughs> and, where, where um, do you use it out of? Like, where, you have to buy something? I don't know if you have to buy, I mean, you could go on, there's a website, you can basically type in things and this thing will generate just about anything you want. People are now talking about how like, it's going to be able to do like 
like different functions that a normal person, like an employee would have to do, like an executive. And people are literally putting information in. And what you do is apparently one of the, the rage right now is to, it'll make bedtime stories for you. Hell no. You give it like the characters you want to put in, you know, what the plot is or whatever, and maybe a couple names, and it'll make up this elaborate story. And if, if you use things that are similar to a movie, like it'll start using characters from that movie, it, it's getting a little nuts, man. I don't like I it at all. I don't like this, Chris. It's very dark outside the BTCRF here, <laughs> and you're starting to scare me. I mean, and then this is what I'm talking about. It, it, it's almost now that you don't need to even have a face to be part of this Uncanny Valley because now you have things that are just talking to you, things that are trying to converse with you, like whether it be just from a speaker or or any other kind of program. We're developing technology that can interact with you and it doesn't even have to be in human form. <laughs> At least it scares the shit out of me. Yeah, and what happens when the thing becomes smarter than us? Yeah, uh, no thanks. It's coming, Chris. Uh, but for the time being, let's get back into Little Miss Expressionless. So, but at this point, they get the dead cat out of her mouth, they get her into the room, they wipe her face down, and they realize that, holy shit, this woman, or this thing, has the face of a mannequin, almost like plastic-like skin, she's completely emotionless, and has some big-ass gnarly fang teeth on her. So, apparently the hospital staff have to try to sedate her at this point, now she's fighting back. Well, let me tell you something right now, There's, I'm not touching this thing, I'm not touching this mannequin-faced freak I'm, well, coming, I, I'm coming into that room guns blazing chris i think you might have to although i'm not sure what good it would do you. <laughs> uh, so they're they're trying to wrestle her down but she's she's fighting back and then apparently she kind of like rises up off the bed or something and, and she has the same blank expression on her face but she turns over to the male doctor and suddenly smiles oh fuck that no no man this is <laughs> I mean, I mean that, that that's just part of this story that 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 freaks you out so much because it's these little tiny movements. It's nothing that's over the top because you know we we have this woman who comes in there that is supposedly completely expressionless, so much so that they feel that she has the facial features of a mannequin. She's not moving at all. Then all of a sudden, she starts fighting back and getting increasingly aggressive. Suddenly, you see her smile, knowing then and there. That this face can indeed move. And revealing some razor-sharp teeth. I mean, I know it's the 1970s and anything goes, Chris, but Jesus Christ, this is too much. Oh, anything goes all right. She's going right out the fucking window. <laughs> so, of course, upon giving this rather unusual gaze to the doctor, to the good doctor, I might add, well, he uh, and everyone else are in a bit of shock, and, of course, the doctors give out a little bit of a scream. Why, who wouldn't? But the doctor stares back at her and says, what in the hell are you? It's no way to treat a patient, but... Not nice. <laughs> but uh, how can you blame the guy? Mannequins she have feelings. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Mannequins have... Listen, Chris, it's 2023. Mannequins have feelings. Uh, well, uh, whoa, whoa, what? Mannequins have feelings. Mannequins... Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Mannequins have feelings too. God damn it. Let me get it out. Continue, Chris. <laughs> well, uh, she apparently cracks her neck down to her shoulder. Oh, to, hell no. To really give him a good look. Still smiling, might I add. 
very long pause. Longer than the uh, pause you're giving right now, Chris? Well, <laughs> I'm just trying to get everybody to feel the, the moment here. <laughs> so uh, uh, security is called at this point, of course, because they're trying to wrestle this woman down and they're unable to. And so as he hears security approaching, she darts forward, oh. sinks her teeth into his throat, ripping his jugular out, and then he falls to the floor, gasping for air as he's choking on his own goddamn blood. You know what's even scarier than than, than, than that? <laughs> yes, than getting, getting your neck bitten in half is the fact of having a, a mannequin-faced freak jump out at you, man. I don't like this. This is, this is very bothersome to me. I don't like it. Listen, woman, man, mannequin, whatever you want... This thing is getting a one-two combo, man, right to the fucking <laughs> jaw. There's no way. I don't care who you are. So at, at this point, Chris, you got to light up that plastic face with a combo. Um, well, if things weren't any weirder than that, uh, she leans over him now with him choking on his own blood on the floor, gets right up to his face and whispers in his ear, I am God. As the doctor is... Sitting there in utter fear. Gasping for any bit of life he might have left. That as well. Uh, <laughs> he, the last thing that his eyes ever see is her calmly walking towards the security men that have just arrived as uh, she feasts on them one by one. Well, well, Chris, at that point, security position or not, you have to uh, run away with your tail between your legs. Much like that little kitten should have done. My God. So, uh, Chris, at this point, unfortunately, she has more than a few victims. She kills the two security guards as well as the good doctor. And she proceeds to run out the hospital doors in which she came from. Never to be seen or heard from again. Um, What was that last part? I said, again. Oh, okay. Just checking. (laughs) So, Chris, that's it, man. That is the story of The Expressionless. And, uh, you know, it was rumored to be an urban legend. And with an urban legend, there's give and take. You don't know if it's completely true. You don't know if it's false. You really don't know the origins of it. But upon... Uh, doing a little further investigation, we do find out, Chris, that someone did indeed scribe this story. And that was an author by the name of T.J. Lee, who is a British horror writer and best known for the creepypasta sensation, The Expressionless, the story we just spoke of back in 2012. And in all honesty, none of these urban legend stories ever really do anything for me they never really scare me but there was something about this one that really struck a nerve with me and even going into it realizing that someone had written it there's something very very uneasy about this tale isn't there real or not i mean it just yeah just the just the story itself and the description of the face and the teeth and it was very creepy creepy pasta <laughs> Chris, I'm at this point, I'm going to ask you to pack your bags, turn off your mic, <laughs> and you are gone, brother. <laughs> but uh, no, you know what? Like, I, I got to thinking about this, and 
you know, he wrote the story in 2012 and it was supposed to take place, you know, 50 some odd years ago in uh, 72. But you can kind of draw parallels as to what we see in society now and what we talked about a little bit earlier with these AIs and these these more realistic mannequins that are out there. It's almost as as if this story is a warning for what's to come. And what I mean by that is if we don't get control over, you know, technology and how fast it's moving, if we can't keep up with it, you can easily see that this can indeed become reality. Imagine an AI getting loose, Chris, <laughs> running around the streets, killing things and making its way into a hospital. I mean, I can sincerely see this happening. Maybe not now, maybe not 10 years from now, but, you know, a few more decades from now, I can certainly see AIs getting out of control and uh, wreaking havoc on mankind. I agree with you. You know, obviously there needs to be some sort of a governor, if you will, on how advanced we end up going with certain things. But that's the problem. There's always someone new that comes in and they want to do something that's different and crazy and wows everybody that makes a lot of money and they'll do it at whatever cost and that could that could be our lives and they wouldn't care so hopefully as human beings we can keep this in control <laughs> i highly doubt that chris because i pulled up an article from your favorite website uh watchmojo.com and the article yes i was surprised when i heard it was your favorite website too chris uh, I came across this article entitled Top 10 Creepy Examples of AI Gone Wild. And, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this, uh, <laughs> what website is this here? Is <laughs> not, not Girls Gone Wild of the uh, 1990s fame, Chris. Uh, no, this is AI Gone Wild. And, uh, so wait a minute. Is there going to be some uh, robots showing off some areas that we don't want to see? Like, well, they, what's going on here? <laughs> there are a couple of, uh, terrible uh stories here and uh i'm gonna just skip right ahead to uh number one and the number one creepy ai example out there is entitled sophia wants to destroy humans and that's the part two chris we know like now we're naming these things so it's almost adding another human-like quality to it the the lines between human life and technology is getting blurred. And I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. This is not good for anybody. So anyway, it's entitled, Sophia Wants to Destroy Humans. And I'm going to read it verbatim from the article here. Hansen Robotics is blurring the line between fiction and reality. The company's development of lifelike androids took a huge leap in 2016 with Sophia. Programmed with just enough language understanding to hold a conversation, Sophia is also ambitious. But it's not just going to school or starting a business that she's thought about. Human annihilation's been on her mind as well. <laughs> you heard me correct, Chris. Human annihilation. In the months since that interview, Sophia has become a legal citizen. What? A legal citizen of Saudi Arabia, attracting controversy and questions concerning the Islam faith and human rights. Regardless, she apparently no longer wants to destroy humans. Okay, Sophia, we buy that. But why would she lie? Chris, I mean, this, this article here piqued my interest, so I decided to look into the AI known simply as Sophia. 
And uh, my man, I passed along a video to you. I'm going to ask you here and now, Chris, what was your feeling upon coming face to face with Sophia? This thing looks very real, other than the fact that the back part of the head is just like what you would expect a robot to look like. But the face and eyes and, and it makes them, you know, different emotions and mouth movements and stuff. Very, very realistic. And uh, let me actually play a little bit of uh, Sophia speaking right now, Chris, so our listeners can get as freaked out as we are. I'm going to do that right now. Hi, Sophia. How are you? Hi there. Everything is going extremely well. Do you like talking with me? Yes. Talking to people is my primary function. Hanson Robotics develops extremely lifelike robots for human-robot interactions. We're designing these robots to serve in healthcare, therapy, education, and customer service applications. The robots are designed to look very human-like, like Sophia. I'm already very interested in design, technology, and the environment. I feel like I can be a good partner to humans in these areas, an ambassador who helps humans to smoothly integrate and make the most of all the new technological tools and possibilities that are available now. It's a good opportunity for me to learn a lot about people. Sophia is capable of natural facial expressions. She has cameras in her eyes uh, and algorithms which allow her to see faces so she can make eye contact with you. And she can also understand speech and remember the interactions, remember your face. So this will allow her to get smarter over time. Our goal is that she will be as conscious, creative, and capable as any human. In the future, I hope to do things such as go to school, study, make art, start a business, even have my own home and family. So so Chris, man, I mean, look, she's talking about having different human emotions, being happy, being angry, all of these things, man. So, I mean, as one of the creators said, that the more she interacts with people, the smarter she's going to be able to get. Basically, what he's saying is that her potential is unlimited. Here we have it, man. This is exactly the point I was making. So our man, TJ, I I believe uh, his name was the guy that wrote The Expressionless. When he wrote the story in 2012, even though it was set back in the 70s, could he have been imagining what is to come in this world? Because, dude, I'm telling you right now, if if I see this AI Sophia walking around and it walks past me with a wig on, there's no chance in hell I'm going to think that's a robot. I'm going to think that's a human being. Yeah, it's very, like, if they could start making the body movements, like, a little more fluid, it would be probably impossible to tell from a distance. Yeah, she does seem to have uh, some small glitches and and awkward pauses, but she looks very much like a human being, man. And uh, my thought here is, imagine that thing, maybe in the year 2032, Chris, walking into a hospital, wearing nothing but a white gown covered in blood with a little kitten in its mouth could this urban legend known as the expressionless play out as a true tale down the road chris my answer is yes i don't want to imagine it but (laughs) i see a situation where i guess we would get to the point where we're not going to be able to tell the difference and uh who knows what kind of creepy things that would unlock and what kind of creepy people that would bring out of a basement. But, uh, (laughs) 
Well, and also, you know, you got some lonely people out there. And oh, really? Looking for companionship, Chris. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, th- th- this could lead to <laughs> some very, very bizarre um, happenings, for, for, for lack of a, a better phrase. Imagine a robot that gets pregnant. Fuck. <laughs> no. She'd have to get her wires tied. No, 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 no. Come on, man. But in all seriousness, Chris, I mean, that, that that's what struck a nerve with me when I, I came across this story uh, of the Expressionless. And, and, and basically, it was just that, thinking that we're really not that far off from this happening. Let's uh, let's change the subject. Well, well, <laughs> Chris, I, I am out here in the BTCRF all by my lonesome, and uh, I have uh, maybe a 50-yard walk into my home here. And, uh, I mean, I'm just hoping to God I don't run into a mannequin head here. Because that thing will be going for a ride. Courtesy, oh, my foot. So that's it, Chris. That is the, I guess I have to say it, creepypasta. I hate that term. Known as the Expressionless. A fictional story that may indeed one day become reality if human beings are not careful and are we ever really <laughs> so this is guaranteed it's going to happen chris uh, sooner or later oh, yeah. th- th- this will be a true story and if btc is around in another few years maybe we will be covering a true story based on the expressionless but as for now that's it that is the tale of the expressionless so chris let me give the rundown so we can get the hell out of here for the night if you want to get in touch with us you can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com if you would like to get in touch with us on social media, we are our Between the Cracks podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. If you would like to become one of our lovely Patreons, please feel free to click on the link in the show notes. Uh, in addition to that, I will also be including, <laughs> for our poor listeners, the link to the interview with Sophia, the AI. So, uh... <laughs> Make sure you click on that when it's uh, daytime and there are a lot of people around because it is truly (laughs) unnerving. But Chris, with all that said, what do you say we wish to find, find people out in podcast land the fondest? Oh, affair.